Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, we are on Daf Yud, and there is a new Mishnah that we encounter, another Machloka between Beit Shammah and Beit Hillel, and another chance to um, to learn about a, uh, a halachic principle. This one is the principle of Brera. Uh, we'll see exactly what that is in a second. Uh, the Mishnah, uh, again, it's a machloka between Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel, about how you can um, take doves from your dove coat on Yom Tov. So the doves are mukse. That means they're not uh, something that you can uh, handle on Yom Tov without uh, having uh, designated ahead of time that they are for use on Yom Tov. Some things are inherently uh, fit to be used on Yom Tov. Uh, and some things are permissible to be used on Yom Tov, but only if you designate them as such. And, and doves, uh, which you're going to kill and eat, uh, are uh, fall into the, to that category of muksa. So Beit Shammai says uh, that you can't take your doves from the dovecoat unless you handle them uh, before Yom Tov, right? Unless you're sort of holding them, uh, you take them out, that's sort of your... Uh, indication that you're going to use it, right? You take out this one, you look at it, it's nice and fat, uh, you know, and then you can put it back. That shows your intention to uh, to use that and to eat it on Yom Tov. Um, Beit Hillel, are, they're more lenient about it. They say, no, you don't actually have to handle it. Uh, you know, it's a big thing. You got to get your ladder and climb up and grab it. Uh, they say, all you have to do is sort of stand there and say, uh, I'll take that one. Uh, and that suffices to, to uh, remove the muksa designation from uh, from the dove so that you can come back on Yom Tov and, uh, and take it. So the Gemara asks about uh, Beit Hillel's opinion, and, uh, and they say, why do you have to specify, right? Why do you have to specify which dove you're going to take, right? Uh, they imagine that Beit Hillel uh, wants you to stand at the bottom and uh, say, I'm going to take that big fat, uh, big fat black dove. So they want to know why you have to specify. Why can't you just say, I'm going to take some doves from this dove coat tomorrow? Why can't you be more general and say, oh, I'll take one of them. I don't, you know, I don't know which one, but I'll take uh, some from this dove coat. Why do you have to be more specific and say, I'm going to take that one? So uh, the Gemara goes on to uh, to suggest an answer, and that has to do with the principle of Brera. Uh, and the answer here actually isn't an answer. It's it's uh, they're anticipating uh, an answer and rejecting it. Um, the answer that you might want to suggest is well, because Beit Hillel do not actually hold by this principle of Brera. Uh, and so to cut that argument uh, short, the Gemara actually uh, brings a, a Mishnah uh, that um, that proves that Beit Hillel actually does accept Brera. So what is Brera? Brera is the notion of retroactive selection, right? Uh, Brera means to select, 
And uh, the implication here is that you're doing that selection retroactively. So for example, uh, if you um, say, I'm going to take uh, some of these, uh, one of these doves from this dovecote, and you come back tomorrow, and you actually only select one of them, uh, Brera uh, means that retroactively, uh, when you said, I'm going to take some doves from this dovecote, and the next day you come and you take one specific one that you have retroactively chosen, right? That you have re retroactively uh, chosen. So maybe Beit Hillel doesn't uh, hold of this at all. And the reason that they make you specify initially which dove specifically you're going to take is because they don't hold this idea of retroactive selection. They don't hold that you can just say, uh, I'm going to take one of them and come back tomorrow and take one particular one and retroactively have selected that particular one and prepared that particular one for permissible use on Yom Tov. Maybe that's why. So they bring this Mishnah to cut off that argument and to say that, uh, note that in fact Beit Hillel does accept the principle of Brera. And you can see uh, from this Mishnah exactly what Brera is about. So the Mishnah talks about uh, a corpse uh, which has died in, in a house. Uh, and the house has a lot of different, uh, different doorways. And uh, if the doors are all closed, uh, or even if they're all closed, I guess, all of the doorways are tame. Uh, and so any, uh, any kalim that are, that are in those doorways become tame. If one of the doors uh, was open, then that doorway alone becomes tame, and all the other ones are tahor, right? That doorway alone becomes ritually impure, and all the kalim that are there, and all of the other ones, no, they become tahor. Uh, the Mishnah goes on to say, um, if a, a person in the house decided that they were going to remove that corpse through one of the doorways or through uh, some particular window, uh, that saves all the other doorways um, from becoming tame because the assumption is you're going to move the corpse through that particular doorway. So here again, we have Machlok at Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. Beit Shammai says, yeah, that works. That works only if you decide beforehand before the person died, that that's the door you're going to take them out, right? But Beit Hillel says no, even after the person died, right? So again, it's this question of retroactive selection. So one of the doors being open renders that door tame and all the other ones tahor. The question is, if you open that door after the person's died, does that retroactively render all of the other ones pure? Or would you have to have made that decision beforehand? Beit Shammai rejects this, uh, this notion of Brera and say, no, you have to have decided beforehand. You have to have decided which door you are actually going to, in the future, open in order for this whole thing to work. And Beit Hillel says, no, once you actually do open a door, then it's as if in the beginning that was all along the door that you were going to open and therefore none of the other doorways became Tame. That's the idea of Brera. Uh, we can see it in that, uh, in that Mishnah and we can see it in the Mishnah here uh, in Beitzah that, while we're not going to talk right now about what Beit Hillel's reason actually is for specifying the doves, we know from this Mishnah that it cannot be because he rejects 
the idea of Brera, of retroactive selection. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen V'Amen. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.